Our buddy Chris Rose from BattleBots. That was for you, Andy. Uh, the NFL Network. Of course it is. And the Rose Rotation Podcast coming up at 1 o'clock. Looking forward to talking to Chris. Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports was just with us. Dan is always informative, always interesting. And there are some proposed rule changes right now in, um, in college football. Do you need this game sped up? No, I don't. I mean, you know, when you, I, I when don't you get either. these games, when you get these games that are blowouts, I think that's like where it starts, right? So you get the games that are blowouts, and you want those games to go fast, go faster. Sorry, but I, I just, I, I, no, I don't. If I really want to sit down and watch my team play, I don't care how long the game is. Do you care how long a Browns game is? Uh, well, if you weren't working the games, no. Would you care? How, I don't care. No, and I, I don't say, care how long an Ohio State game is either. Dan mentioned one great thing about it. I think you wait all year for football. In college football, you know how many games do you get? If you're lucky, not, not seventeen. No, eleven. You know, Twelve. It's what? What do people do? Saturday, you're a big college football fan. Hey. Uh, you know what? I got to make sure that this game is over by four o'clock because I have to go out and mow the lawn. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you no know one's what doing I'm, that. You know what same I mean, on though? Sunday. No one's doing right, that. Right, it's on exactly Sunday. the same on Sunday. You're, people make the investment based on wanting to watch. Here's know? the other thing: if you can't throw the ball, if you can't spike the ball to stop the clock, are we eliminating that? Because if incomplete passes don't stop the clock anymore, well, it would until they get it spotted. Okay. Is the way that one of the rule changes, incomplete pass, clock stops the minute that the ball is spotted again. Boom, clock starts, which then and Andy actually does change the way the game is played. Sure, really does. Todd's in Ward One. Todd, hey Jeff, hey Andy, hey, hey. all right, buddy. So yeah, I would like shorter games. Why? I think it will move it will move people's interest along better if the games were shorter. However. I have a conflict because I would like the games to be better analyzed after the calls when there's you'll lose that. Yeah, so <laughs> that that brings a, that brings a problem. Some of the rules, some of the rules, are a little bit sketchy. An incomplete pass should stop the clock. It really should. I didn't. I wasn't even. I thought I was paying attention more than I was paying attention. I didn't realize that an incomplete pass doesn't stop the clock anymore. Man, you just said that, and I didn't even realize it. Well, that, that's one of the proposed rule changes. And, or you do it according to the clock. So maybe you let mm-hmm. the first five minutes of a quarter or half the quarter play where you don't stop the clock. On Like, I could see that, right? Yeah. So you let the first couple minutes of the quarter, I don't, I, it, I, it'd be up to them, whatever they wanted to do. But let that be running time, and then you get maybe you get in the final four minutes of a quarter, and then it becomes stop time. That's reasonable. I don't, that's I, reasonable. I don't, I don't th- I think that's probably a better idea. And if you're only a college team fan, it would affect you because the games were shorter. But if you're a college football fan, man, there's so there's plenty of good college football games that aren't Ohio State or Michigan games. There's a lot of Division One and Division Two that play good, tough college football. There's great D three games too. I that, mean, that absolutely. is true. That you is just true. you got to want to be a part of it. That's the whole thing. I mean, there were 22 million people that watched that Ohio State Georgia Peach Bowl. Twenty-two million. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Just don't get as petty as the NFL <laughs> with the, with your rule changes and the 
they'll be okay. Yeah, shorten the games, but analyze the calls better. There's a lot of people betting on these. I'm not a heavy college or football better, but there are a lot of people betting on these games now, and they want stuff to be as fair as possible so they can lose as much as much money trying to win as much money as they can. There you go, Todd. Todd, he's, thanks, buddy. He's saying betting now. Yeah. They've been betting for a long time. Let's yeah. Not, let's not. Well, now that's really true. The um, you know, you mentioned Andy some of the blowout games, and, and immediately the thought popped into my head. Well, okay, those games end well, fast. continuous clock, yeah. except for one thing: television. You can't have a continuous clock in a college game where you have to get in television spots. Well, you could go to running time with um, playing timeout. You could still run your TV timeouts. You go to running time, and then I, I can't remember what they are in college football, but if it's, say, six minutes is a TV timeout, you have TV timeouts built in to stop the running time. However, there are other timeouts that are often used to play commercials. Sure. Well, I, I mean, again, if TV's driving this, I like I said, Jeff, if they're if they still if they're going to running time, a lot of times when they do those drop in commercials, I don't is there a technical name for them? I haven't done a game with one where they just hey, um, where they'll say okay, now a word from you know Jeff Phelps hair tonic, and well, that it, won't take long. I know, so they'll play that commercial Indeed, while the please. game's going. If you do all those commercials, it will be a short game. That is probably true. But you drop those commercials in, now all of a sudden you're putting the commercial in where you're like, hi, I'm Jeff Phelps, try my hair tonic. And while you're doing that, the game is actually being played. Danny, and so you're not getting play-by-play and you're not getting color analysis. And he had to go here, didn't he? I'm sorry. Did you want me to go somewhere? No. Hi, everybody. I'm Jeff Phelps for sweatshirts. Not blue sweatshirts. Blue sweatshirts. There you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. I hope you're enjoying the game right now. In fact, I'm talking over the game while the game is playing, and I know you can't hear your favorite announcers call the game, but I got to let you know, if you want to buy more blue sweatshirts, I'll stop talking. You know, the other thing I, the one thing I asked Dan about there was about the COVID year for college athletics and, and everything else. And I'm not kidding. When I, when it happened, I thought, you know, that's very fair because you don't know what's going on and some leagues didn't play completely. And so another year of eligibility, I saw a, a, a women's basketball player this year. And I I did the math like four times, and I looked at the bio and checked it out. This woman was in her seventh year out of high school. Redshirt, medical redshirt. Yeah, and still playing college basketball. COVID, yeah. And, and she was like 23, 24 years old. She's and, got a place to play. She and her seventh playing. year out of high school. And I thought, now, come on. that That's not what that whole thing was about. Well, what if you're going for your doctorate? Should you not be able to play sports if you're going for your doctorate? Well, not if you're in like 31 and you've been out of school for seven years and you've been involved with a program. But it's okay if somebody decided not to go to college in the first place and their NCAA clock doesn't start and then they come back. Well, when that is 30s. actually fair, yes. Yeah, so. Brandon Whedon. We're correct. Yeah, exactly. But it was okay for them. Again, I, well, Dan, no, but, I think but Dan made Except Dan, for one thing. Once your clock starts, right. you've got five years. And now with COVID, you kind of have six. And if you're medical, if you can and apply if you, for a hardship. If you right, hang so out you, for a while, you've got seven. Sounds like a good life to me. Sounds like a good life. <laughs> Would you rather go to practice or go to work? But then again, in 
the situation with NIL money, it becomes work. Well, everything of. we once knew, Jeff, is gone. It's all gone. Used to be in the good old days, you handed a guy a fast food bag and put a bunch of money in there, and poof, that guy became a member of your team. Crazy how that stuff happens. Now it's all above table. It's all very, very interesting. I have no you, idea where we're going with college sports. I really don't. And have you read the one more, year, one plus more year site that Dan was talking about for Michigan? Oh. No. Your donation is collected by this management group, and it goes towards the one more year fund. The fund is dedicated to NIL fund for key football players who return during the 2023 season. A hundred percent of the fund proceeds go to players. Donations are not tax deductible. What, I, oh, wait, there's a list of money can... to little Sparky who's going to, you know, invent some great new app that's going to save the world money, but he needs another year in school. Give it to Sparky. Wow, man. And, and Sparky can he can be on special teams. Oh, wait a minute. That's not going to work. It's amazing how a website can make something that used to be illegal and just like, ooh, just you don't want anything to do with it. Make it look, well, what it is. It's legit now. It's, you can do that. One of my favorite things to discuss. Large donations, $5,000 plus. Well, large donations would be, but that wasn't what I really had in mind. Imagine if everyone who attended a Michigan game this year donated $10. With the size and the reach of Michigan's fan base, every donation amount makes a difference to the team. Why am I watching One like more year. late night television and I see dogs and puppies when you say that? And- Cats, uh, you know what? Cats I'm just, who need a, I'm just need reading. A bath. Yeah, I'm just reading the Michigan okay. one because Dan brought it up. Right. I'm sure Ohio State. Everybody right. else. Has one of my favorite things to discuss. Yes. Coming up next on Baskin and Phelps. I'd like to thank the Tennessee Titans for helping us tee up our next segment. Robert Woods. Mm. Free agent wide receiver, apparently. Welcome back to Baskin and Phelps. I'm Jeff Phelps. What the buddy hell was there. that? That was yeah. the Do You Want Him? Ah, okay. All right, just for creativity alone, I'll, I'll allow this one. Hang on. Andy Baskin, calling Sen- for drops. Senor Phelps, do you want him? Sure. I'll take him, too. Yeah. He's a good veteran wide receiver. I think he's cooked, guys, and it breaks my so? heart because I love Robert Woods. How much do we have to pay for him? That's the question. I think he's cooked. Not much. Bring, bring him into camp. If it doesn't there work, There it is. Gone. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, but you're still going to have to owe him money. So what? How much? It's only money. Not because, Well, you got to – this is a league with a salary cap. This is a major league baseball. It's, it's got a salary cap all like, over the place. The salary, cap, the salary cap lasts like one day, and then they go back and break it right after the day after. <laughs> Let's be honest. What it, it's, you're not literally just asking the babysitter to leave the room. You know, it's more like a salary revolving door. Quick, like you walk in one. Pull the beer up from behind your back. You walk in and say, look, I only have $30 in my pocket. And then you walk back right through the revolving door. And now you have 50 You know, if he's going to get a vet minimum, he might want to call Ryan Day. Oh, that's true. They could do a GoFundMe <laughs> for him. It would be great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well played. Well he's played. recruiting a lot of NIL money down there. So, So here's this. And I mentioned this yesterday, and I think this is a bit of a concern for the Browns because there was a a story that was out the other day, came out on Monday that I saw, and it said 10 wide receivers the Bears could target in free agency to help Justin Fields. 
you could take the exact same article and say 10 wide receivers the Browns could target in free agency to help Deshaun Watson. And you could add Robert Woods to the list. But uh, this is an area, and Andy, again, my thought on the free agency at wide receiver is this. Go sign at least, at least two veterans. And they don't have to be like, oh, my God, look, we got the best guys ever. Now, go get two guys who you think can come in and maybe play some football for you. Put some depth at that position. Now, my my hope is, I'll go to your guy. My hope is David Bell has a really nice second season. Well, I hope so, too. Well, I think he can. I mean, I just, I think. Well, you, you hope he can. You know, the I, ceiling, and I hope I, he can. I don't think he can. I don't have any idea because we didn't see enough of him. I just, you know, when you watched him play at Purdue, he had, you had the Jarvis Landry feeling for him. That's a lot to ask, right? I know it's a lot to ask. But, you know, if you go back and watch any of his college stuff, you're like, oh, see what Bass can say in there. He does look a little bit like Jarvis Landry. I get it. He just has that quick, sneaky ability to kind of get his way into the backfield. Just for you-know-whats and giggles. Mm-hmm. Here, here are the ten people on this list, wide receiver-wise, for the Bears slash Browns slash anybody else who needs wide receiver help. Okay. Uh, number one, and the person who put this list together was Alyssa Barbieri. Um, number one is Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. the Saint, the Ohio State Buckeye. Mm-hmm. Who, Dan, give me your Robert Woods line. I think he may be cooked. Yep, I think he may be cooked as well. Mm. Uh, not a free agent yet, but with their cap situation, he's probably going to get let go. He hasn't played in a while, and he's 29. Okay. However, if Michael Thomas wanted to come here on a small deal with almost no guarantee and see if he still has it, oh, my goodness, that'd be terrific. Alan Lazard from Dan's Green Bay Packers, who I like a lot. Big guy. Lanky, I, I think he can go get the ball. I like him. Dan, you watched him more closely than I did. One of the best blocking wide receivers you will ever see. Catching okay. it, eh, route running, he's not going to blow past anybody or anything like that. Had a nice year, 60 catches, almost 800 yards, six touchdowns. Gets banged up a good amount. He that, does no, get that banged he up. Does. Uh, a guy I like, and, and this is just to kind of show you the types of of player that will be available to the Browns in free agency. Darius Slayton, New York Giants. I don't think Slayton's tough. I like him. And again, you have Amari Cooper. So it's not as if you're, you're looking look- for a good complimentary. You're looking, yeah, you're looking to bring in two guys to add depth to that position and guys who can help. Maybe take a little attention away from Amari and give Deshaun Watson some other options. I, I like Darius Slayton. I think he's a. I think he's a, a solid player. Nicole Hardman never really busted loose in Kansas City. By all means, I'd take a chance on a guy like that. And he's fast. And again, you're not looking for your number one wide receiver. You're looking for people who can come in and help you. And I would love to give him a chance. Jacoby Myers was with the Patriots. Interesting. He's had 700 yards receiving in three straight seasons. And he's six foot two. Uh, DJ Shark, I like him a lot. He was a big free agent guy last year, going from Jacksonville to the Lions. But they have uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jamison Williams now back in the mix. So far, I kind of I like the idea of this because every one of those guys that we've mentioned so far, with the exception of Michael Thomas, 
I would think, yes, I'd like him on this team right now. And Michael Thomas, it would be, yes, I would like him on this team right now if he's healthy. Uh, Paris Campbell from St. V. Colts free agent. Yep. Fast guy. A 4-3-1-40. And he's only 25. I would love to see him on this team. Juju Smith-Schuster from the Chiefs is a free agent. Juju would be a really nice compliment with Amari Cooper. I got a fun one for you. Want Odell back? No. Just wanted to hear your answer. Then again, if he was healthy, I would. If I thought he was healthy and he wanted to come back. I like Odell a lot. I, I'm not willing to invest what it would have to be. I would think you will have to What do you to think invest. he's going to get? He's going to get more than most. Huh. I, I like this guy a lot. I liked him when he was with the Colts. He was signed by the Eagles for depth and did a nice job there, Zach Paschal. And, again, he was down the depth chart there, but he gave them a professional receiver that if they needed to turn to, they could. Uh, Olamide Zacchaeus, who was with Atlanta, smaller guy, fast, okay. You haven't sold a lot of jerseys, I can tell you that. You can use a smaller guy. I know. There's no bobblehead nights for most of these guys. So, let's put it this way, Andy. (laughs) Probably some bobble football nights. Alyssa here put together ten names. I would take any two of those guys and put them on this team and be happy. Just to see what they could do during camp or to think that they were going to stick during the roster? I I would think every one of these guys, the only two to me that, that would even have some questions, Michael Thomas because of his injury history. Um, Alan Lazard would stick. Darius Slayton, he'd start. So would, so would Lazard unless he was injured. Hardman, I think, would be interesting. He would stick. Myers would stick. Um, Shark would be your number two guy along with Amari Cooper. I would, I'd really love him. Paris Campbell. If you could get somebody and Paris Campbell, thank you. That that would be my dream free agent offseason for the Browns at wide receiver. Can I throw Paris one? Campbell and somebody? Is there any? Is Jakeem Grant going to be healthy next year? Are we expecting him to I don't be know. healthy? Let me get the doctor on the phone. I'm just curious because if you think he can be healthy, he does give you another option at wide receiver. I know we all want to talk about him being a guy that's going to return kicks. I get it. But there's another guy on the roster that is kind of we forgot about. And that, I mean, I don't know. I just think th- there's a possibility that you could put him in that position, too, <clears throat> as a small speed receiver. It does nothing for you. I can feel it. But um, I do hear some of these other names and j- the thought of the potential of a healthy Jakeem Grant. No, playing he, over some Andy, of the names not, that you've he's said. He's not really been a productive wide receiver. He had one he had one pretty good year if I recall. And but he's mainly a return guy. I I want I, mean, I don't He was want, a hell of a receiver in college. I don't want question marks. I want well, guys Well, you're bringing in guys though too that we're saying they're like, uh, maybe it's days past his prime." No. Uh, that I said with Michael Thomas, yeah. maybe he's cooked. Okay. okay. Robert Woods as Dan said, maybe he's cooked. Everybody else on that list, fine, bring them in. Done. Done. Can you go through that list one more time just quickly? Seriously? Do you have them in front of you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I still want to go that. All right. Michael Thomas. Okay. Alan Lazard. Uh-huh. Darius Slayton. Wait, do, wait, you think Lazard's cooked, right? You said that? Yeah. No, I no. think Lazard's a good receiver. Okay, he's, I thought he was too. I just you're gonna, know, you would up. know better than I would. If, if you're going to bring him in and think he's going to be your number one no. receiver no. on this team. Stop. Stop. No. You don't. That's not even in the equation. 
Yeah. That's what Amari Cooper's here for. Oh, yeah. But it's, you know, because you know how people love to do this. Oh, they paid a lot of money for a big name wide receiver. He's going to be the 1B to the 1A. And it's like, that's not Alan Lazard. No, what you need is a fleet. You need a fleet of wide receivers. And if my fleet can include Amari Cooper, David Bell, okay, good. You got Bell. Donovan Peoples Jones, and just say two of the two of the eleven names that we've talked about here. Fine. There you go. That's that's it. And then you have another guy or two, you know, who's really depth guys and might be on the practice squad. Well, Grant could be a five six. I know you don't like to use numbers, but I'm just throwing them out there as if you wanted to. And I'm still curious about uh, Isaiah Weston. The kid who was from where? Northern Iowa, who was really interesting and got hurt last year. Just go get two guys. Get two guys who you know can play in the NFL and add them. I, I can tell you, I don't even, I'm not even okay about signing somebody at, or getting somebody in the draft. Fine. I would rather get two of the guys. Off this list, you figure they're going to draft, then draft at least somebody. One wide yeah, receiver, they'll draft right? somebody. And and you can't count out Schwartz yet, can you? I don't know. If they have somebody who's better than him, they'll probably take his spot. Don't you think? I mean, I know he's got speed. Well, I would think you can figure so. out something else to do. Well, he's got to figure it out, and he's got to figure out how to play. How many times can you hand the ball off to a wide receiver? Not very many. Not very many. Chris Rose from the Rose Rotation, from the NFL Network, from BattleBots. Next on Baskin and Phelps.